This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Money Matters Wealthy Thinking with Alfred Edmund Jr. Welcome back to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm your host, Alfred Edmund Jr. On today's podcast, I'm going to share how continuing to provide for your adult children could be putting your own financial health at serious risk. It might be time to close the bank of mom and dad. I'll also be sharing an insightful and encouraging conversation with personal finance and lifestyle expert Tanya Rapley of MyFabFinance.com, named the new face of wealth building by Black Enterprise. And of course, I'll have another great recommendation for your wealthy thinking reading list. But first... Do your adult children still rely on you to finance their lives and their lifestyles? It may be time to close the bank of mom and dad. One of the most important keys to your long-term financial security, as well as the financial accountability of your children, is how quickly you eliminate their dependence on your financial resources as they transition into independent adulthood. This is especially important for sandwich generation families led by people taking on financial and caregiving responsibilities of aging parents, while at the same time funding college and other expenses for their children. What is often neglected in this scenario is planning and saving for retirement. The more prepared children are to take responsibility for financing their own lives, the more resources their parents can free up to see to other needs, including retirement savings. Now, While it may spark disappointment and even resentment, you need to be ready to close the bank of financing for your adult children, both for their sake and especially for yours. Here are three things you need to focus on. First, do not be their emergency fund. One of the first rules of money management is to create an emergency fund equal to at least six months of your household expenses. I call this an income interruption fund which is to be touched only in cases where your income is lost or significantly reduced. For example, because of a layoff or a serious illness. The idea is that this money will buy you time by helping you to keep up with your bills and other obligations until you can replace the lost income. Resist the temptation to use this emergency fund to deal with your children's emergencies. They should be putting away savings in their own emergency fund for such situations. Just because your money is sitting idle does not mean you can afford to spend it. You need to close the bank. Number two, do not take on more debt. Do not take on additional debt such as maxing out your credit cards or assuming responsibility for a loan, including as a co-signer, to make purchases or solve problems for your adult children. Once your children reach the age of majority, It is no longer your responsibility to finance their lifestyles, not even the ones they enjoyed under your parental authority when they were minors. As you move closer to retirement age, you must make reducing debt, especially credit card and mortgage debt, a major priority. 
The last thing you should be doing is increasing the amount of money you owe to others. It's time to close the bank. Number three, do not put your own financial stability at risk. In order to really close the bank, it is critical that you're able to say the following words without stuttering or apology. No, I cannot afford to do that. It helps to practice saying this on your own. Now, your children may react as if you are suddenly speaking another alien language, but if you repeat it enough, they'll eventually recognize it as English. To hold your ground, you need to be conscious of the emotions that you have to keep in check to control your finances. Fear, anxiety, anger, sadness, depression, guilt, and even worry about what your children might do if you don't give them the money they're asking for. It also helps to be clear about what the definition of I can afford it really means. It means you can give and lend this money and still pay all of your bills and obligations in full and on time. It means you have a fully funded emergency fund with at least six to nine months of household expenses saved up. It means you are able to make the maximum legal contributions possible to your retirement account and you're on track to meet your retirement savings goal. And it means you can extend the loan or financial gift without borrowing money or taking on additional debt. If you can't say yes to all of these statements, then the financial gift or loan in question will put your financial health at risk. Work with your adult children to find another solution to their problem or another way to get what they want. Or just say no. Again, close the bank. When you spend money, cover expenses, and otherwise provide for the financial needs of able-bodied adults, you create what I call adult dependents. These are otherwise capable people who are disinterested in providing for themselves and may even resent having to do so, especially if they know others willing to do it for them. Many people in your life may fall into the adult dependent category, common among them adult children. To avoid creating or to at least stop rewarding adult dependency, you must close the bank of mom and dad. Check out EmpoweringParents.com for great advice and resources for parents who need help dealing with their adult children. You're listening to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. and we'll be back in a moment. Support for Money Matters Wealthy Thinking and the following message come from State Farm, who knows that many Americans struggle with their finances and most have never been taught how to manage them. Starting today, State Farm wants to change that by giving people the tools, help, and education they need to take control of their money, putting financial well-being within the reach of everyone. Now you can find out more at letstarttoday.com. State Farm, here to help life Go right. Coming up on Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. Are you ready to start the new year with a fresh money mindset? Then you definitely want to listen up for my conversation with personal finance and lifestyle expert Tanya Rapley of MyFabFinance.com. Named the new face of wealth building by none other than Black Enterprise. But first, it's time for my Wealthy Thinking reading list recommendation. 
Regular Money Matters listeners know that I stress the importance of being proactive about your financial education, specifically by reading at least one book about personal finance, investing, or business each and every month. Today, I'm recommending She Makes More, Inside the Minds of Female Breadwinners by Dr. Dawn DeLavalade. Can marriages thrive when she makes more? According to Dr. Dawn DeLavalade, more than 26% of marriages today feature wives who out-earn their husbands, and that figure is likely to grow. DeLavalade's book, She Makes More, Inside the Minds of Female Breadwinners, candidly addresses the impact of this trend on families and marriages, including interviews with women about how their assumption of the breadwinner role affected their husbands for better or worse. Some ended up divorced, others cope in a stressful marriage, and still others found a way to make it work to strengthen their relationship with their spouse. Dr. DeLavala goes beyond defining the challenges to offering solutions that can provide great discussion points for spouses who want their marriages to thrive regardless of who brings in the most money. One of the most important tips, the need for husbands to play a leadership role when it comes to financial literacy and helping to manage the money. Dr. DeLavala believes it is critical for marital partners to shift their posture away from competing via paycheck to teaming up to execute a strategy for family wealth even as the amounts and sources of income inevitably change during the course of a marriage. For this and other reasons, it's important that men, as well as women, read this book. Be sure to add She Makes More, Inside the Minds of Female Breadwinners by Dr. Dawn DeLavalade to your wealthy thinking reading list. And now let's hear from today's guest, personal finance and lifestyle expert Tanya Rapley of MyFab Finance, Named the new face of wealth building by none other than Black Enterprise. She offers both information as well as words of encouragement to those seeking better money outcomes in the new year. So again, welcome to the show. Thank you. And hi, Tanya. Hey, thank you so much for having me. How are things going with MyFab Finance? And, and what are some of the new things, exciting things you got going on for the platform? MyFab Finance is blossoming. This year, we really wanted to focus on creating financial education courses that were attainable, but also held people accountable. So we have successfully completed 11 courses this year. So we're really excited about that. And we're, of course, gearing up for the holiday season and helping people buy responsibly this holiday. Um, but we also did the Banish the Balance Challenge, where we helped over 5,000 people eliminate a quarter million dollars of debt in 60 days. We're looking wow. at ways to uh, reinvent that in the next year, as well as serve some of our population and our readers' goals for achieving um, a financially free lifestyle. So it's not just about the finances, it's about creating a life that you love. And I've always been a champion of creating lives you love. So we'll be doing more lifestyle support in 2018. So we're just gearing up to do that so that we can help people just explore the world the way they want to, purchase property the way they want to, achieve their fitness goals the way they want to, while remaining financially responsible. Excellent, excellent. You said two words that I think is perfect for our conversation today, attainability and accountability. So we're going to talk a little bit about the money mindset, the wealthy thinking mindset, and goal setting as we move into a new year. What are some of the you know most important priorities you think people need to be thinking about as they start the new year, and this is obviously after a period of significant spending, 
significant emotional upheaval because you're dealing with family. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, but it's an intense mm-hmm. thing. And now you're you're trying to decompress and really get off to a good start in terms of your money in uh, 2018, in the new year. You might be recovering from a little credit abuse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what do you think are some of the key points that people should be thinking about as they try to, you know, get off to a great new year financially. Yeah, I mean, we call this the most one debt full time of the year because most people accumulate their consumer debt um, during the Christmas season. And so a lot of people, I think, in thinking about mindset, it's important to realize that what happened in 2017, what happened, the money mistakes that you made, don't have to follow you. Well, you don't have to make those in 2018. A lot of people allow their financial baggage to weigh them down so that it affects their self-esteem. They feel hopeless and they're just like, well, what does even matter? Why should I even get back on track financially? Because I made mistakes last year. But the good thing about money is it's so malleable is and you can literally recreate a new money story next year. And I think that people need to remember that because I, one of the biggest issues that I see is people counting themselves out because of past mistakes they've made. Yes. And if we can look at our current president, um, well, well, we can look at the van in office right now um, and <laughs> point to that, you know, your financial mistakes, your bankruptcy. And so if those aren't the end of your story, you can rebuild after them. So the, most people just approach it with a fresh perspective and let's commit to not carrying that negative money story into 2018. I think this is really important um, for for most people because you're right. We think that whatever financial circumstances we either were born into or due to our lack of financial literacy that we created, that we're just kind of stuck with it. And in some cases, we feel like it's almost just desserts, that we deserve what we have because Mm -hmm. of where we come from or what we didn't know and, oh, you put yourself in that situation. But it is important, particularly as we start a new year, to feel like you can make a fresh start and you can, as you say, um, tell a new story. Um, what would you think is the first step that someone or first couple of steps someone should take as they really begin to tell this new story at the beginning of the year? Get clear. I think the biggest thing is people need to get clear when it comes to their financial situation. And by getting clear, it means sitting down and assessing your entire financial picture. Here's how much debt I have. Here's how much I have in savings. Here's what my credit score is. These are what my goals are. This is my investment portfolio. Really looking at your entire picture because you might be strong in investing. You might have been investing in your workforce 401k all these years, but you might need to boost your savings a little bit, or it might be time for you to tackle your debt. And so the first, and especially if you're accumulating debt over the holiday season, we need to create a plan to eliminate that so that you're not paying holiday season 2017 debt during holiday season 2018. We need to go ahead and create a plan so you can get that out of here. So it is sitting down and reassessing and assessing your financial picture. Um, we've created a wonderful checklist over at MyFab Finance for people who are like, I don't know when to get started. Just kind of guide you through what you should be thinking about. Um, if there's been a change in your family dynamic, it might be time to change your insurance policies or update them or call your insurance provider to find out that there's a better rate available to you. So it's just really to come face-to-face with your finances. You can get more great insights from Tanya Rapley, as well as access her blog and other resources that will help you to improve your finances and enjoy your life in the new year at MyFabFinances.com. This is Alfred Edmund Jr. with Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. Be sure to check out my latest free ebook. Buy love, get trouble, sell love, get screwed. How decisions in pursuit of sex, love, and relationships impact your career, business, and financial success 
at grownzone.com forward slash by love get trouble. And do not forget to subscribe to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. And if you like what you hear, be sure to leave a five-star review. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. at AURN.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.